What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Footy Fetch Podcast with myself, Alfie, and Ollie. Yo. Welcome back, brother. Welcome back. How was your holiday to Spain? It was good, mate. Very good. I was uh, repping the Footy Fetch hoodie while I was there. Not today, Love to hear but it. I was uh, repping internationally. We've gone global, mate. Seeing all our Spanish fans. Exactly. All the, yeah. I'm sure there might be. Maybe there was one. Who knows? There might be one Spanish follower. Yeah, but... But yeah, we're back to almost, well, yeah, back to basically normal now after like a week off and then a hectic Tuesday podcast. Uh-huh. We're uh, back to previewing and reviewing and, and doing that good old footy fetish stuff. But yeah, we've got a big week in week 16 coming up. Um, yeah, well, sort of bigger games down the other end of the table, really. Yeah. Well, uh, Brentford Watford's obviously quite a big game for them, you know. Um, Palace Everton, that's a big game for us in the mid table. Like it's not really at the top of the table where they're uh, where they're battling it out this week. No, not really. It could be it could be some interesting games, but yeah, like you say, it could be an upset filled weekend. Exactly. That'd be interesting. But um but yeah, we'll start with Liverpool versus Aston Villa. Obviously Gerard's return to Anfield. His first time as manager, I believe. It should be his first time as manager coming back to Anfield. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't I know if he's so. under Rangers, but I don't think so. But yeah, obviously they've had a pretty good start. Villa won two of their three games and their loss came to City. So, fair play. Not doing too bad. Where do they currently sit? They're currently sitting in temp, which is uh, obviously much better than where they were under Dean Smith. Um, crazy how it can change. Obviously, Liverpool, as we know, uh, continue to be on their hot form. Uh, won their last four games and uh, yeah, just look to be rolling teams at the moment. Had a good uh, Champions League win on Tuesday against Milan, I think it was. Yeah, 2-1, I believe. Uh, yeah, Tuesday, I think it was. Yeah, 2 1. Kyle, was it Kyle Morton? Is that his name? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he had a good game, youngster coming on to uh, for him. Uh, well, starting actually at San Siro. That's a, a big bit of news for him. But uh, there's a few injuries we've got, Ollie, before we discuss this. Uh, Roberto Firmino's got a thigh injury. Curtis Jones, as we know, has got a head injury. And the Elliott, obviously, he's got his ankle. Uh, Villa, on the other hand, uh, Triore out with a thigh injury. Danny Ings is injured. I, I just thought he was not playing. I didn't realise he was actually injured. Yeah. But uh, he's picked up a fight injury. Matt Target is a big loss for them. And Leon Bailey again is... Uh, he cannot stay fit at the moment. No, he cannot. It's uh, it's quite a shame, to be honest. But it um, should be an interesting game. I think... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't see Villa winning this game. No. I think they could put up a nice fight. But Liverpool, obviously, the way they are, they're definitely going to want to... I'd be surprised. I mean, imagine Liverpool fans want to win this game. But I imagine... What, to what degree do they want to win it? Yeah, exactly. Liverpool have been on pretty good form um, ever since the um, uh, West Ham game, essentially. Yeah, yeah, they've been on hot form, but uh, they look, uh, you know, Mo Salah and Mane look fantastic. Trent's having a great season. Um, Thiago's having a pretty good run of games, to be fair. Um, he did miss Corker against Wolves, but um, but you know what it is. What it is. Divock Origi's sort of picked up some form again I guess off the yeah, bench scoring another clutch goal yeah an unbelievable finish as well so fair play to him but um, but yeah would, do, do you think Villa have any chance in this? Uh, not a chance to win I don't think um, at very best they might be able to scrape a draw but I think that would have to be some more sort of exceptional circumstances really I don't really yeah. think they've got too great of a chance to do it Especially because it's at Anfield as well. Yeah, I'm just having a look at since. So when did he come in? He came in for the Palace game, didn't he, uh, Gerard? 
So yeah, they beat us two one, lost to City two one, and then just beating Leicester two one. So two one is could be the uh, could be the play here yeah. if you're betting that. Um, it'd be interesting because they got Norwich coming up after this, then Burnley. So that's two big weeks where they could pick up another three points if they can get an upset against Liverpool. That'd be another nine points. So that'd take them to twenty eight, which obviously depending on how things go, could put them right back right into like the top six, top seven. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. Sure. I mean, I can't see Villa being that great surely for the rest of the season um although i think we did have him to go to fit to be quite high in our pre-season table yeah well yeah lots happened sort of between now and then i think um we didn't think that but what's it called um well we thought everything we're gonna do awfully and obviously they have been a bit of a mixed bag so that's true I think there's been a, a couple of teams that we've predicted maybe done to do a little bit better than they, they actually have but I think they're on the right track don't get me wrong um, I think they're, they've definitely got a lot more about them now Gerald's come in so you'd like to think that they'll do they'll do well I think we both said before yeah. we did we both quite like Villa I think they're, they're yeah, a good team quite yeah like yeah definitely. there's not really too much to dislike about them really no definitely not I don't yeah I mean unless you're a uh, West Brom fan or a Birmingham fan it doesn't really or Wolves I suppose yeah. Yeah. Or any of them. That's teams. just more local um, rivalry, though. Yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, I, I'd be, I'd be impressed if if Villa can get anything out of this. But I do more so see Liverpool, um, pushing this through. Do you think Liverpool are genuine, uh, a genuine title contenders this season? Um, I know they're right at the moment, but do you think they can do it for the longevity? Uh, yeah, I think it it keeps changing at the moment. I think obviously City are top at the moment. Liverpool second. West Ham. Uh, Chelsea third but what was it a week or so ago Chelsea were top and they were dominating for the few weeks before that so it keeps changing around at the moment um, all it really takes is for them to well, for one of those three teams to have a maybe two or three game bad streak and drop a couple more points and don't know, they could, that could be them out um, I can't really see a lot of them dropping too many points for the rest of the season but I think yeah, I think they've definitely still got a chance. They're only one point behind City, um, and the way Salah's playing, it's you can't really rule them out. Yeah, I mean, best player in the world at the moment, isn't he? I think. Yeah, for sure. I think it's safe to say. But um, Mane's pulled his finger out as well compared to the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, so, Diogo Jota look good. Yeah, Jota's been really good. But... Continue to improve. So yeah, I mean, Liverpool are looking dangerous, and then you know, I don't know if there was. I don't know if it's me making it up and me just like wanting it to happen. But was there been Jude Bellingham links? Um, I'm not sure. I don't think anything. I haven't heard too much about that. But obviously, he got fined the other day from the Bundesliga. He did indeed. Ah, oh, here we go. The independent uh, Liverpool in pole position to sign Jude Bellingham as Jurgen Klopp eyes ninety million pound move for the Borussia Dortmund star. There we go. I knew yeah. I wasn't going crazy. Yeah, but, um, Borussia Dortmund though. Just, I don't know how they do it. They just they bring in these young guys and they just sell them for pay. Obviously, like they've yeah, done they, they, so, they've done it with so many players over the years. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Harlan's probably going to go this summer. Sancho's um, uh, went obviously last summer. Well, they had Lewandowski, but he went to um, Bayern on a free because that's what they do in the Bundesliga. Mario Gertz, Matt Hummels. Yeah, there's a load of them. Yeah, a few more. A few more that's slipping my brain. Uh, Bami Yang was there, but he wasn't really. He didn't go there that that young. I think he yeah. was. Because where was he before that? Saint Etienne was he at Saint Etienne before? I can't Dortmund. Remember. 
remember. I can't remember. I feel like there was a different club between Dortmund and you guys. But he came from Dortmund to you guys, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember if there's a club between Setien and Dortmund or not. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I think we're both going to be back in the Liverpool win in this one, eh? For sure. Nice. Right, on to the next one. Manchester City versus Wolves. Um, obviously, yeah, City top of the table at the moment. I mean, if other results go their way, they could full well, you know, extend their points to, you know, a couple weeks of, uh, of uh, clear air. But, um, but yeah, obviously, um, did Liverpool and... Did Liverpool draw points last week? They didn't, did they? No, they won. No, they won, yeah. Oh, no, they won. They won. Yeah, it was a scrappy-ass game, though. But, yeah, obviously, Chelsea dropped points, didn't they? So, um, so that that's how they got on top. But, yeah, uh, won their last... Won, last, won their last five. There we go. Can't, can't read. <laughs> um, whereas Wolves, you know, they've dropped off in recent weeks. Where were they? They were on hot... There was some hot form, and they haven't managed to win in their last three. The two draws and a loss. Um, and one of them coming to Norwich, I believe. Was it? Uh, Liverpool. Oh, no, they drew with Burnley. And they drew with Norwich. Yeah, they drew with Norwich. Um, so, yeah, drawing with Burnley, drawing with Norwich, and then losing to um, Liverpool. I mean, obviously, the loss to Liverpool, you don't really mind too much. Yeah. But after what we saw, you know, how they you know, they were up into sixth, and then, you know, back-to-back -back draws against Norwich and Burnley, two relegation candidates, that's not, you know, that's not good, is it? No, it's kind of going back to the, uh, the Wolves we saw towards the beginning of the season where they just yeah. would, couldn't convert anything um, they had so many chances but it couldn't put anything into the actual back of the net but yeah we kind of thought that they might have gotten over that hump but yeah it seems like they're maybe slipping sort of back towards that at the moment but yeah no definitely I think I think their hot form that they, they got in is sort of yeah it's definitely cooled down a bit I do like Bruno Large I think that's how you say it, Bruno Large. Yeah. Um, he's uh, he's been a pretty good manager for them so far, and I, they'll be fine. Like they haven't got to worry about relegation or anything. It's just they might just not end up where they thought they wanted to um, sure. at the beginning of the season. Although they were a pretty unknown entity because obviously they started the season with Large, didn't they? They didn't have they didn't start with Nuno. So I guess if they yeah I don't, I I think they're probably doing just fine. I can't imagine Wolves fans are too annoyed. But there are a few injuries in this one. Um, City have got a few guys out. Ferran Torres, obviously, as you know, the ankle injury. Um, Gabriel Zeus, uh, Gab yeah, Gabriel Zeus has picked up a uh, a slight knock, but I don't know what it is. I think he's about seventy five percent chance of playing, but maybe in the training or something he's picked up a knock. Uh, Laporte has also picked up a knock, but he's he should be playing as well. Um, they're just gonna see what he's saying basically before the end of the week come up. Uh, Liam Delap, Nathan Ake, and Phil Foden are all still out. I thought Foden came back. Yeah, I think he might have maybe come back a little bit too early and probably said to Pep I'm not a hundred percent sit me out or something or start me on the bench or something he probably just doesn't need the he doesn't need to start at the moment if he wants to not make anything worse for himself yeah definitely definitely but um but yeah I think they should be fine anyway um, without Foden as Wolves have missing uh, Marcel through a through illness Connor Cody through an ankle injury Johnny through a knee injury, uh, Pedro Neto through a knee injury, uh, Mascara through a thigh injury, and Willy Bolly is injured, but it just didn't tell me what it was. It was some sort of muscular injury. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty peak. Obviously, Bolly and Cody as uh, two of their starting centre backs. Um, but Kilman's been doing a pretty good job so far this year, so he's um, so I'm sure they'll be fine with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how, how are you feeling for this game? Do you think there's a potential upset here for Wolves? It is at the Etihad. Um... I think City will 
I think City will still win. They're on a five-game winning streak at the moment. Um, unfortunately, they're not keeping the clean sheets, which is doing my fantasy in still. But um, yeah, yeah I, th- I think they'll carry that momentum forward. They've got good enough squad depth that they can cover for these players that are out, like Foden and um, Fernand Torres and all them lot. So I, I don't think they'll have too many issues, really. Especially the fact that they've got uh, what if have got their two main centre backs out. That could just be a open invitation for City to um do their worst, really. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. They uh Yeah, I think they're, they're, yeah, I can't see can't see Wolves doing it, especially yeah, with those Norwich draws and the if they had beaten Norwich and Burnley and then lost to Newcastle uh, lost to Liverpool, I'd be like, Yeah, there's no reason why they couldn't do something in this game. But those two draws just don't film you with a mass amount of confidence and they are missing a couple you know marshall cody uh bolly these are important players to their team yeah um so yeah i think i'm gonna back a city win and i think city 10 well i don't who chelsea playing leeds yeah i don't think city are going to extend their league because i do see that both liverpool yeah. and chelsea picking up three points as well this weekend for sure uh, maybe maybe the top three extend their lead further from the rest of us but um, who knows? Maybe the top four. Um, yeah. I don't know. Burnley, uh, West Ham could still extend their lead against Burnley. That, oh yeah, that is true. That is true. But yeah, it's not. That is. There's no big matchups this week, is there? Really at all? Like there's no two top teams playing against each other. Yeah. It's all. Yeah, it's a pretty, uh, a pretty chilled week. Well, hopefully, well, it's never chilled with Palace, but you know. <laughs> Is what it is, but yeah, Wolves. What can they? Do? If a win, they get a win. They'll be. They could leapfrog you guys. Obviously, if you lose to Southampton, but I can't imagine that's going to happen. But you know, we'll get on to you guys soon. Yeah. Um. Be interested to see how you're feeling on that game after the. I've, you know, like I said before yeah. we started the podcast, I've been really busy recently. I've not watched the last two Arsenal games, so yeah, um, I've not even seen any of the highlights. All I know is that it, the results haven't gone our way. So. No, well, I've watched both games, so I can maybe fill you in with a little bit of uh, a bit of knowledge <laughs> for you. Um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, City. I imagine will get the win here. I can't, I can't see them doing. You know, even with their injuries, you know, they still have Grealish, they still have Bernardo Silva, Sterling, uh, Mares. Has been doing really well actually this season. Oh yeah, I, I think we were saying in the last podcast. Um, He's got to be the number two in the Premier League right now, behind Salah, obviously, in terms of who's playing the best. Yeah, probably, yeah. That's but, um, but yeah, let's see if they let's see if they can continue it. Right, Chelsea versus Leeds. This could be an interesting one, but if it was Leeds from last year, I'd be like, yeah, this could be an interesting one. This could be a slip-up point for Chelsea, but Chelsea, mm-hmm. Leeds are the way they are. I know they picked up and they picked up a win. Yeah, they picked up a win. Yeah, they picked up. Like, yeah, no, a draw, win, draw. Uh, their last three. Yeah, so they have improved definitely, but they're not, you know, still definitely nowhere near the heights of what we saw last year. Mm. Obviously, Chelsea, but they want to bounce back after their loss to West Ham, which I've dubbed game of the season so far. Um, it was unbelievable to watch as a neutral. Um, I can imagine it was painstakingly hard to watch as a West Ham or a Chelsea fan. Yeah, uh, there's the a lot of history part. between those teams as well. Hundred percent, and uh, yeah. Um, it was good. It was good. Really, really good game. Um, obviously, yeah. Chelsea off the back of that dropped down to third from top, and are now two points off City. Um, Leeds, yeah, they haven't lost in the last three games, and they do look a lot better than they have to start the season. But you know, Patrick Bamford's come back and now picked up another injury, so that's not well. I mean, it's a it's a slight knock, but it should be it should be enough to keep him out for this game. 
Um, I'll go through the rest and everything like that. But, you know, there's six points clear off the relegation zone. But you can't exactly see them helping themselves out this weekend and extending that further. And with the likes of, like, you know, there's every possible chance that Burnley could do something against West Ham. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're that kind of nifty team. Or, or there's every chance that, I don't know, um, Bre- Watford could beat Brentford and, like, you know, maybe maybe Southampton could beat Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? Depending on what kind of Arsenal team we have coming out. Yeah, so, sure. Well, obviously, recently, um, West Ham have beaten Liverpool and Chelsea, but they've also drawn, uh, lost to Wolves and drawn to, um, to Brighton. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're a bit, yeah, you, you don't really know with West Ham. They can be bloody good one week and then yeah, lose games that they should easily win the next. Oh, 100%. Yeah, they're, 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 that's that's what makes football so great, though, isn't it? and the Premier League so great. You know, These teams can just lose to whoever. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's the, it's the, the unexpected losses and stuff and the, the results that you can't put your finger on. It's not just a, oh, that's an easy win yeah. or whatever. It's, yeah, we... So we somehow beat City at the Etihad. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, the injuries-wise, uh, Chelsea have got a, a litany of injuries here. Your, Jorginho's out of a lower back injury. Kovacic is out ill. Um, Tre- uh, Trevor Shalaba's out with a thigh injury. Loftus-Cheek's out uh, didn't, with a muscular injury. Kante's out of a knee injury. And Ben Chilwell's obviously out of his ACL. But that's Jorginho, so, Kovacic, Loftus-Cheek and Kante. They're four yeah, midfield players. Yeah, I was going to say, three of which are defensive mids. Yeah. So, I don't know. Might yeah, because they Conor Gallagher back early. Oh, God, no. <laughs> right. but, uh, but yeah, Leeds on the other hand have got Koch out. Uh, Pascal Struk uh, with a groin injury. Liam Cooper with a thigh injury. Calvin Phillips has picked up a slight knock. Uh, Bamford's picked up another knock. And Rodrigo as well so you know it's just basically back to Rafinha again <laughs> yeah, uh, Rafinha after he gets a little bit of, he gets a little bit of help come back for a game and then it's there all back out yeah. Um, so yeah I mean as much as I look at that Chelsea list and I'm like oh that is tough I then look at the lead list and I'm like oh yeah that sucks as well man so yeah I think they sort of just counteract each other at this point but who's going to start for Chelsea then in that midfield if uh, um... if Loftus-Cheek and Jorginho's out because they're the two that started last week. Probably Ross Barkley and Sal Niguez. Yeah. Just trying to think of anyone else. Um... They may push someone into midfield. They may put Reese James into midfield and then put mm. Hudson Odoi on or Aspilicueta as a wing back. Yeah. I, could, well, I don't know. Pulisic isn't really a, a defender. Or drop Mount back. Anything. Yeah. They could maybe start Pulisic. But. Yeah, oh, they can't put Pulisic in midfield, though. They can do what they want, they shall see. <laughs> yeah. No, they, I don't know. They might start Pulisic and, yeah, drop, yeah, maybe mount in, into the, that sort of position or something, or, like you say, bring uh, Reese James up. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. But it should be. I mean, where are their games coming forward? So these, these guys are going to be out for a little while. So they've got... Well, luckily for them, they've got... They haven't got a big game till the 2nd of January. Oh, right. Good, uh, just over three weeks. But then they've got a run of games which are a bit of a pain. So from, from so literally they have Leeds, Everton, Wolves, Brentford in the uh, EFL Cup, Villa, Brighton, and then on the second of January they got Liverpool, and then their next game is City away, and then they got Tottenham at home. Yeah. Um, and then us, and then Leicester. Um, so you know you get a little bit of a break with us, but. Um, but yeah, so 
Yeah, Chelsea, they should be all right with these injuries then because they aren't playing too many crazy teams that are going to give them... Well, you wouldn't have thought would give them any problems. Yeah. But, yeah, you never know. Leeds, on the other hand, who have they got coming up? They've got... Cause they've got injuries as well. So, yeah, Chelsea... Oh, they've got a much... Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Chelsea away. City away. Arsenal at home. Liverpool away. And then Leeds at home. And then Burnley at home, which is obviously not... You know, Leeds Burnley... Huh? Oh, Leeds away, yeah, sorry. Aston Villa, um, sorry. Aston Villa at home, what am I talking about? And then Burnley at home, and then West yeah. Ham away. West Ham, uh, two weeks Why? on the... Well, yeah, two weeks on the bounce, but <clears throat> one being the FA Cup. Mad. But yeah, no, Leeds, they they need to pick up some points soon. They're like... Well, I mean, how are they going to pick up any points from those games? They play Villa pretty quickly after that. They play them on the 28th of December, then they play them again on the 8th of Feb. Oh yeah, oh that is that is very close. It's like oh yeah, it's very similar to us. We play um, Norwich on the twenty eighth of December and then play them again on the eighth of February. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's, it's pretty close. It's not like obviously massively close, but yeah. And we, oh, I don't. I know we're going off question here. Did you see your Palace drew in the uh, FA Cup. Millwall. Yeah, Millwall away. Away does. Yeah, there's a couple of big games, isn't there? That, um... Yeah, there's another one. I saw some meme about the, the Met Police actually shitting themselves about what's, what they're yeah, going to do. Yeah, I think do. it's Leeds away at West Ham. Yeah, I think that might be. And they've got like 10,000 Leeds fans coming down to London or something like that. Yeah, and on the same... And then, yeah, on the same day, you've got Millwall Palace. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Proper South oh, London derby. Yeah, they're going to have a field day. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've got, we've got Millwall and then our next game is Brighton. So we got uh, we got uh, like a rival week, but I I'd, yeah I'd rather Brighton go out of the uh, the Premier League and then we can get like a Millwall win because then we can actually have like a proper a proper South London derby that'd be fun. Not yeah. our... well, Millwall got to get good enough first. No, yeah, that's true. That's never gonna happen. No. <laughs> Not never anytime soon. Nope. How do we get? Oh, we got we're on Millwall now. God, this podcast, what has happened to this podcast? Gone from talking about Chelsea yeah. Leeds to Millwall. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you would have seen, but we would. Bards and uh, Mark were joking that Palace, you know, back back Palace getting relegated, and uh, we talked about that. And I was like, well, if that happens, I'm kicking everyone off the podcast, and me and Harry are doing a championship podcast. <laughs> it's just going to be me and Harry talking about Palace and Reading, nice. no one watching. Um, but yeah, uh, where were we? Chelsea Leeds. Back to that. So, what are you thinking? I mean, yeah, I think I'm going to back Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to back Chelsea. I think they get the three points. Bounce back off that off that loss, regardless of their injuries. I think they're still mightily strong enough to to deal with Leeds. All right, let's get on to your boys, Ollie. Arsenal, obviously, you guys are also in a bounce back spot. You know, after your back to back defeats by Everton and Man United, um, you know, with a win here, you could jump back into the top five, but also you could also drop as far as ninth with a loss. So it's like you know, it's this mad mid table cluster. Yeah. Um, I think just, the other day we were. Really- or about two weeks ago, we were two points behind Liverpool. Now we're ten points behind Liverpool. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, um, yeah Liverpool just switched it on, didn't they? But uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't see that happening. Obviously, Southampton, on the other hand, haven't won a game in their last four, and they're just they're sitting six points off the, the relegation zone. So they're in a spot where they really need a win. Um, in terms of injuries, you've got Klasenac out, Leno out, Emil Smith Rowe out, and Gabriel Martinelli out. Uh, Southampton have got uh, Romeo out, Salisu, uh, Benarak, Forster, McCarthy. Forster and McCarthy, that's their two keepers. 
Oh, that's all right. Happy days, Ollie. As long as you don't start a bad mate, you should be fine. And then Stuart, Ar and then Stuart Armstrong is out as well. Um, yeah, I feel, I know, obviously, like you said, in the beginning of the, uh, uh, earlier in the pod that you haven't watched, obviously, much Arsenal over maybe like the last week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, um, I, I, um, yeah, I haven't watched the last two games, essentially. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I don't know how that works out. I think that's week and a half, basically, because we had the midweek. Yeah. So, what was it? Wednesday last week, I think, was the United game. And then whatever day it was on this weekend where it was... Yeah, um, something like that. I can't Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, it was... i tell you what, that Everton game was... It was good to watch as a neutral's perspective. But I can imagine as an Arsenal fan watching it, you'd be pretty infuriated. There was quite a few chances to make. There was some questionable... I literally was talking to George on Sunday when I was out, uh, out with him, uh, saying how I I've, I've started to come around on Arteta and stuff. I just... There's some certain things that he does that are just still a bit, like, why, like what, like bringing Enkesier on, yeah. When you've got Pepe and Abamyang um, sat on the bench, and then maybe Abamyang's out of form, maybe Pepe's out of form, but two of them out of form is currently better than Enkesier. Yeah, for sure. So and he missed an absolute sitter as well, Enkesier, um, which was unfortunate. But yeah, Abamyang's just been off it. He came on, he had a chance at the end to, so I mean maybe not even score, but at least you know, try and trouble the keeper, but he just sort of, he just mishit it and it just softed out into the, you know, the uh, out of play and uh, the ref blew the whistle. It was pretty disappointing. I mean, Ramsdale was decent. Um, Erdegaard was pretty good, I thought, watching that game, to be fair. Erdegaard was pretty good. I think, I think you'll be fine. I think this is a perfect bounce back spot. It's at the Emirates. Um, yeah, at the Emirates. Yeah. Um, yeah, Southampton obviously aren't on the, on the best of form at the moment. Um, Emil Smith Rowe being out though, I wonder if that. Hopefully, that's not going to be for too long. Nah, I don't. I hope not. I don't uh, think it's that is going to be a significant loss. So, a potential return date is the 11th of December, which is this weekend. So, he could potentially return this weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, on the 6th. I, said, I hadn't heard too much about him no. um, being badly injured. But yeah. uh, on the 6th. Uh, Arteta said he was in pain and could not train or travel. We will see how he is. He, uh, it was a tight groin. He should be okay for next week, I think. This is what he said on the yeah. six. So, yeah, it should be fine. I'd like to uh, yeah, pick up three points against Southampton because we've got um, West Ham. Oh, you have to, really, don't you? Yeah, well, we've got West Ham um, the following Wednesday next week. Um, so, yeah. And then, well, we've got about, within a week, we've got three games. So, we've got um, Southampton uh, on Saturday. West Ham uh, Wednesday, and then we've got Leeds on Saturday, the following Ooh. Saturday. So within seven days, we've got three games. So it's tough. Yeah, obviously I know it's Christmas. It's always a bit more hectic around Christmas and stuff. And I'm not going to turn into clock moaning about the scheduling and stuff like that because it is what it is. All teams go through it um, at some point. It is. It's, it's just one of those things, really. Absolutely. I've got some good news for you though. Okay. On the 26th, you can see your boys smack up Norwich. But then you will introduce the new year with an absolute pounding by Man City. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Yeah. Pros and cons. <laughs> but, then you can also kick, but then after that, you can kick off the new year properly with a North London derby win. Away yeah. at Tottenham, which would be great. Yeah, uh, I'd like a, a, uh, to do the double host for Tottenham this season. Yeah, you played them already. Yes, you yeah. won 3-0. 3-1. 3-1, yeah. I was on that run of games where they were just conceding three when it was like us, then Chelsea, then you guys or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I, think. Um, not, yeah, I wish we could go back to them days. Um, <laughs> but, uh, 
yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's tough with Arsenal at the moment. Obviously, there's rumours about. Well, I mean, very. I mean, I don't think they're rumours. I think it's very much certain that you are looking for a new striker either in January or uh, or summer. Yeah. Um, as it will be interesting to see what happens with Lacazette and that, who I actually thought played pretty well, but he's just not a striker anymore. No, he's uh, really not. Um, yeah, I don't really or not think a goal-scoring have... one anyway. No, I don't really think we have an out-and-out striker anymore. Nah. Like, Martinelli, nah. when he's fit, he can play that role, but again, he's just not fit enough a lot of the time. He does get injured quite regularly. Yeah, um, it's a shame. So I'd like to bring in yeah a new striker hopefully in January but I'd rather wait till summer if we're just going to get someone shit in January because we're just trying to get anyone in yeah save the money and just go for someone properly in summer yeah exactly I wouldn't blame you Um, but yeah I think there's also a lot of rumours about Pepe on the move um, in January which I wouldn't be opposed to really yeah that that experiment failed I think yeah, um, it's time to. I think it's time to move. On. I think it's best best for both parties to just move on. I think, yeah, it? it would probably be a loan in January till the end of the season, and with probably with an option to buy. Um, yeah, probably abroad. Um, I sure. imagine though. I don't. I yeah. don't really th- can't really think of many Prem teams that would want to pick him up, especially because he's probably earning stupid amounts at Arsenal. Um, unrightly so. That's true. Yeah, I can imagine what his contract is. Yeah. Oof. Oof. But, Unless Newcastle um, want to chuck fifty million at him, <laughs> um, you never know, man. You never know. There might be some Premier League manager out there that thinks, "Oh, I can change him. I can make him into something better." Yeah, which could on. Yeah. probably happen as well. No, oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's cut out for the Premier League. No, uh, I think he'd be good, like like La Liga or Liga. Yeah, or going back to Liga. Liga. That's where oh, he, that's where he started to make his name. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I. Southampton are a tricky one because they are they are quite a nifty team. They can get, you know, put up a fight in that. But I just just can't ever believe in them. I don't no. think there's any other there's any games where I go in thinking like, yeah, Southampton's got this. So on that note, I am going to back an Arsenal win. I do think you guys bounce back in a nice spot here before you've got. Was it a tricky run that you've uh, got coming? We've got we've got West Ham um, after that, but then we've got Leeds, Leeds so. Norwich, Wolves. You should pick up wins in most of the the Wolves game could be quite an interesting one actually. Arsenal Wolves. Yeah, yeah, I can that imagine that's probably going to be a harder one. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, yeah, I back you guys to get the win, and I think you'll jump. But I think United will win as well, so I think you might just stay where you are. Yeah, it's important for us to get pick up uh, a win in this um, game after having lost the last two. Um, it's, United yeah. game was tough though. That was a tough loss. Like, yeah. That was unfortunate. But um, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think you'll be fine. I think Arsenal will do it. I think they'll pick up the win. I think yeah, you'll you'll stick with this top. I think you'll still stick with the fight for Europa League, uh, which I do think you guys will be until the end. I don't see guys dropping off. I think um, it's actually interesting because I was talking to a friend at work who's an Arsenal fan, and he uh, he was saying um, that he thinks it might be. He thinks regardless of what happens this year, I think he thinks it's time for Arteta to go, which is quite interesting. Um, Fair enough. Which is questionable decisions and just stuff like that. I just thinks he's good for what he is now, but can't take to the furthest step, which I can understand yeah. why you'd have that point of view. What was um, what was it? Um, Ten Hag said the other day that he's kind of not looking for a move but he thinks he's ready um oh definitely like yeah he's done all he can do with that ajax team yeah exactly then, like, you've so, got to move on maybe someone like him um but yeah, 
who knows at this point. I've really. seen him leave for United in the summer. Yeah, well, who knows? They might keep um, what's his name? Um, Rangnick. Yeah, that's it. If he yeah. if he does well enough. Yeah, well, that's actually quite a nice little segue, Ollie, because we are going to get onto Norwich versus Man United. But you're obviously back in a win for your boys. Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, yeah I'm back in a win for your boys. So yeah, I think I think you yeah, nice little bounce back spot, nice little three points for Arsenal. Um, and yeah, you can get on with it. Hopefully, Smith throws back. I think if Smith throws back, then yeah, I'm 100% convinced you're going to win that game. If he's not there, then I might be a bit like, oh, there's a 10% chance Southampton can do something. But uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, Norwich Man United, obviously at, at Norwich. I've forgotten what their stadium's called. Ellen Road? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think it's Ellen Road. Ellen Road? I think it might be Ellen Road. So. Um, but yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, United started life under uh, their new boss, Ralph Ragnick, pretty well. Obviously, got a 1-0 win over uh, My Palace at Old Trafford in a, a very scrappy, kind of boring, technically, you know, technical kind of game. It wasn't yeah. uh, it wasn't anything fun to watch, if I'm being honest. Carrow Road, sorry. Carrow Road. Ellen Road is Leeds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we, we obviously lost. We had we the, the thing is we did have a chance to win that game or like at least draw that game as well. So it wasn't like United were convincingly beating us, but obviously they've only had the manager for what like one forty five minute training session, I think it was, up to that point. So mm -hmm. it's fair enough. But they did look visibly better from the start, like in terms of pressing and everything like that. Uh, the formation was very interesting, Ollie. I don't know if you saw, but it was playing a four two two two. Yeah, with um different <laughs> Fred and McTominay obviously yeah and then Sancho Bruno Ronaldo and Rashford um, and there's two wing backs with Tellez and Dallow yeah which is very interesting uh, who were also both very very good in the game um, I'm assuming that these are the two that he's going to go with I don't know if you saw about Wan Bissaka there was a video of him yeah with all the, the hippie crank hippie crank or <laughs> yeah. you know, the Nost balloons yeah. um he, yeah, wasn't, he wasn't actually doing it though, was it? He? he was just filming some of his friends doing it. Yeah, I think that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah I don't know. Hopefully, you know, he's being sensible and stuff like that, mate. Yeah, definitely. Well, in all honesty, not... I don't. He's probably not the only football to, footballer to do that sort of stuff. Oh no, 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 no! But just don't like be smart, mate. Come yeah. On. Like, exactly. why are you filming it? Like, are you fucking stupid? Basically, is what I'm saying. To you. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Fucking wind your neck in. Yeah. Um, you represent. You still. I know you're a United, United player, but you still represent Palace. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean Norwich. Obviously, they've been pretty good since uh, since Dean Smith's come in. What they've uh, only lost one in their last four since he's got there. Um, they're still obviously at the bo bottom of the Premier League, but they are equal on points with Newcastle and Burnley just ahead of them. And Watford are only three points out clear. If okay, yeah, no, actually, I was looking at the goal difference. Never mind. What? Norwich would have to win by like twenty something goals basically to uh, to jump um, yeah. <laughs> Watford out of the relegation zone. But yeah, I mean a win could could you know put them straight back into uh, contention to stay up. And if that if Norwich stay up, I think Dean Smith has to be manager of the season. Yeah, I think he, he, he had that, a hard right? job to obviously to undo the damage that was. Mate, that that was Norwich team done. is piss poor as well. Yeah, I think they made the the decision to to sat Fark at, at the right time because if, if there was ever a time to do it and for them to be able to recover it was then because um, yeah, any yeah. longer then the, the damage time. would have been irreversible I think yeah yeah no definitely but we've got a few a few suspensions and injuries for this one uh, Rashika's out for Norwich Brandon William is out because obviously he can't play for his parent club 
Uh, Matthias Norman is out of a groin injury. Christoph Zimmerman's out of an ankle injury. And Sam Byram's out uh, due to just lacking match fitness at this point as he bounces back from an injury. Man United, on the other hand, have got Varane out still with the thigh injury. Cavani's out, but it didn't say what. Like It was just a muscular injury. Anthony Martial's out of a knee injury. Aaron Wambasaka with a wrist and hand from doing all the... Uh, <laughs> doing all the poppers and that he probably got a little burn or something on his finger and then Paul Pogba with a thigh injury allegedly uh, Paul Pogba with a thigh injury so who's going to be obviously be out till the new year um, yeah it's a, it's an interesting I, th- I would love Norwich to get something out of this yeah. Norwich could do something but I just don't see it in it like yeah. they're, they're, they're in this new manager bump they're probably feeling quite good. It'd be interesting to see what they are like after a full like week of training under Rangnick, how, how different they look. Um, and hopefully he can unlock, on Jen, unlock Jaden Sancho for my fantasy league. Give me a little second half of the season boost mm-hmm. uh, to stay top of the league, uh, which we can get into after this, actually. I guess we can give a little roundup. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done a roundup of the... Actually, it's been terrible for me. I've really slid <laughs> off in these last couple of weeks. It's been bad. Yeah. Right in time with Reese James and uh, Ben Chilwell picking up injuries. But luckily, Reese James is back now, but Chilwell's gone. But yeah, I mean, this game, I think United are going to pick up the three points, keep the pressure on for that top. Somehow they're still sick, but we've said how bad they've been, and they're still sick. Yeah. Um, but I think that that little cluster of teams there is, there's only a couple of points between them, and it, it can change game by game, really. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah, yeah we're yeah. starting to see a little bit of a little bit of space between like um the, between like you know like 9th and 13th and stuff like that where it was so close so we're mm. starting to see a little bit of a gap gap form but um but yeah it's still a very close season i'm loving it man i think yeah we'll have a title battle to the end if united can get in on that title they're i mean they could definitely get in they're only three points off four yeah. um they're nine points off of chelsea but they are 11 po- already 11 points off city at top that yeah. might be tough to to recuperate at this point, um, but surely they're not thinking about making uh, winning the title. Um, right, I'll get your verdict on this. Holly, who do you think is going to win this one? Uh, United. You not? Are you sure about that one? Yeah, I'll go United. I think with I think. the changes that uh, Ragnar's sort of implemented already, and um, I think the the ideology. I can never say that word. Ide- ideology. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I think that's sort of what what he's bringing into United is uh, is different, and it's it's what they need, and it's the the extra push that they need, really. Um, yeah, it's just a bit more something a bit more about them now. You can see sort of through, you know, like you say, with the formation and stuff, and the, the type of players he's he's playing. He's not afraid to make changes, and I think that's that's what they needed. So um, yeah, and Norwich. They've got a new manager, but that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> they can't really. Uh, they've still got the same quite average players. So yep. um, yeah, I think they'll um, they'll do it. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think United will get the job done. I think yeah, they continue this little boost from having their new manager. They're probably going to look quite decent, I imagine. And even if I mean, you'd even expect them to run them off the park anyway. So especially if they're going to be pressing and that now, and actually doing stuff. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll back a Man United win, and I think yeah, they continue their pursuit of top four still somehow. Right, uh, Crystal Palace versus Everton. This is quite an even match. Obviously, this is what 14 versus 12. Um, obviously, Palace. We've lost our last three, so we really need to bounce back um, with a good, with a win this weekend against Everton. It's at Sellers Park, so that does fill me with a bit more hope. Obviously, Everton have 
you know, shut down that horrific uh, run they had of, what was it, seven weeks with no wins? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, seven weeks with no wins. Uh, obviously, we're beating Arsenal last weekend with, with an unbelievable strike from Demario Gray. Have you seen the highlights of that game? No. I saw no, screenshots I'll... of his goal and stuff, but I didn't... I assume you know about what happened with Richarlison. Oh, I was, I was, yeah, I, I got the notifications on my phone and I saw, um, obviously, we scored. It popped up saying Lacazette had scored at first and then it quickly then changed to um, Odegaard. And then, mm. yeah, well, it was a couple of minutes before that Richarlison scored offside. And then later yeah. popped up again, 1-1, Richarlison. <laughs> Two seconds later, goal disallowed. <laughs> and then yeah, the third yeah. one, obviously, I was a bit like... so lucky. unfortunate for him because he could have obviously had a hat-trick in this game. But, yeah, yeah uh, I, I mean, they were... It was a close one as well. Um, with, well, one of them was really close. Yeah, one um, of them was really close. But, yeah, I think it split a couple of opinions, but... Oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a t- results, if you're an so. if you're an Everton fan, you're like, what the fuck? But yeah. I mean, they got the win, so who cares? Exactly. Uh, Palace injury-wise, we've got James McArthur out still, Joachim Anderson and Nathan Ferguson out. Everton have got Calvert Lewin, Rondon, Mina, uh, Lucas Digne, who I didn't realise is suspended due to an internal disciplinary. I think he's had like a falling out on that with Rafa. Oh, I really? saw Rafa wasn't answering questions about Lucas Dean or Digne, however you say it, on the in the his pre- press match, uh, post-match uh, presser. So, um, yeah, obviously, I think he's, like, fallen out of rapper and wants to leave and that. And now he's just not playing. And Tom Davis is out as well. Um, Fair enough. I think it's going to be a tough one, man. But uh, I don't know, because I... Obviously, the confidence I've had in the, in the team has been knocked a little bit in these last few weeks. Um, picking up when I forged it. You know, an unlucky last-minute penalty against Leeds gives them the win against us. Um, in a match that we, you know, Benteke missed an open goal and, and shit like that. Like, and it's the same as, you know, and then Man United, we lose 1 0 to them when we, I, I think a 0 0 draw was deserved. Like, it's one of them things, you know, it's the same odd story at the moment this season with Palace. We we, we keep playing all right and like well, but just not getting it, not getting the results um, and just having little slip ups that just keep like really fucking us. Um, so I don't know, I'm a bit, bit, uh, yeah, I'm a bit worried going into this game, but I do think like I do think obviously they got Richarlison in that, but you know, Calvert Lewin and Rondon are out. There's two of their strikers. You know, Lucas Digne is a really big player for them. Yerry Mino came back, but then picked up an injury straight away. Mm-hmm. I do think we can win this for sure, and it's at Sellers Park. So um, Seamus is Seamus Coleman back? Yeah, yeah, Seamus Coleman's back. Yeah, um, yeah, he's a quite an influ- influential player for them. 100%. But, you know, I am going to back... Obviously, I'm going to back Palace, but I do I do genuinely believe that we can pick up three points in this game. I yeah. don't think it'll be anything splashy, but I do think we'll pick up three points in this game and we will bounce back. Yeah. Uh, um, hopefully, it's go first. draw, if I'm being honest. Oh, it's got draw written all over it. Yeah. Well. I'd like to back Palace, but I think the more likely result would probably be a draw. Um, yeah, I get it. I get it. Off the be- our last results and stuff coming in. Yeah, they're, they're going to be on a bit of a high after beating us. You guys are obviously you know, had your last couple of games, sort of, uh, of no picking up no points. But yeah, I don't know. You could use that as a uh, as fuel to for the fire and um, do them in. But we do tend to do that. We have back. We have we've had some nice bounce backs as well this year so far uh, in this season with like results that haven't necessarily gone our way. So hopefully we can bounce back again now For sure. and, uh, and do it again. 
But yeah, I'm going to back us to pick up the three points, and where that would pick us up to 19, could take us to like 11th, 12th. We'll, we'll jump ahead of Everton basically if uh, if we can beat them. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see. I don't see. When is that? Is that on Sunday? Yeah, half four on yeah. Sunday. Cool. I am not working, so I would be about that day. Lovely. Um, but yeah, so we'll. Uh, yeah, I'm back in the back in the Palace boys to get a win there. I think Everton. I still think. Rafa will end up gone before the season's end. I still do think that, and like you put your Duncan Ferguson come back in or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I think it's. I think he's living on borrowed time. I think that Arsenal result really saved him. Yeah, um, sure. you look so uninterested in the penalty in the uh, box as well. He just sits there. Like I'd be pissed if I was if he was my manager and I see like we're like losing and how many like games they've lost recently. Yeah. And he's just sitting there. I just be like, oh, what's I the think fucking point? He might have just mentally checked out at that point and just thought, yeah. fuck it. Uh, he was probably well, ho- insane, he was probably hoping for a loss so he could finally get out of that job. But they've obviously done the done the job and obviously beaten yeah, us or whatever. So um, yeah, I can't. I, I don't know if it's give, it's going to give him massive amounts of motivation to really put full concentration back into the team and stuff. But yeah, I get what you mean. I think he. He didn't look like his his head was there the other day. Yeah, no, not at all. But uh, yeah, I think for that reason, uh, well, and for a few reasons, I think we're going to get the win. I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to bounce back. Probably like a one nil, just saying scrappy, like a Zaha or a goal or Benteke or something like that. Yeah. But um, I'll put my money on is it. Has Eze been playing much recently, or is he, is he bit played part, yet? Bit part. Yeah, yeah, he's come on in the last two games, but okay. um, but yeah, I think he's only played like tops like twenty minutes. So um, hopefully he'll start this game. Though. That'd be nice to see. Um, see what they see if they do like a Kiate, Gallagher, and Eze, which would be nice. But um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, Brighton Spurs. Um, I think it's been the last game that we touch on before. I just wanted to quickly run through the Champions League groups before we go as well, because obviously the groups are finished now, so we'll know who are. We don't know who's playing who, but we know who's through and who's into the Europa League. There's one big team in the Europa League, which is absolutely hilarious. But we'll get onto that in a minute. Right, Brighton Spurs. Obviously, Brighton have not managed a win since September 19th, Ollie. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they've not managed a win since September 19th. That's bad. That is bad, isn't it? Uh, mm. They need to get they need to get a win. Obviously, they've been, the fans have been booing Graham Potter, which is just outrageous. Um, because they are, nothing, club. <laughs> they are nothing without him. Yeah. You are a nothing club. The only reason that you're doing anything is because you have Graham Potter. Know your place, Brighton fans. Um, but yeah, they uh, obviously they're just a bad football club. Um, Spurs, yeah, I don't know if you've seen the, the COVID situation with Spurs. Yeah, is it five coaching staff and three players at the moment? Eight players. I heard. I heard five it was, coaching staff. Oh, I heard. I thought it was uh, within those eight. Five of them were coaching staff. Oh, it's thirteen. Oh, eight Jesus of them is uh, eight of them as players. Five of them are. Uh... Yeah, I saw Conte said the other day that he said, um, "Would I rather it was them than me? No, but would I rather it was me than them? Yes, of course." That's a bit like, yeah. Well, obviously, you need to. Yeah. You're not the one playing. You can still. Yeah. You can. Well, you can't coach, but you can still. Uh... You can manage the thing. Yeah, exactly. It's easier to get away with you not being there than the fucking players not being. Exactly. There. You see all the but... coaching staff with like. AirPods or something in their ears anyway, and they've probably got. It's probably Conte will probably be at home watching the game, coaching from his sofa or something. But yeah, no, obviously he's not got it at the moment. But yeah, situation's not looking great. 
Uh, definitely not. But uh, but yeah, there's some injuries in this one. Uh, Brighton have got uh, Steven Alzate out, Danny Welbeck out, Adam Webster out, Adam Lallana out, Shane Duffy out, Joel Veltman out, Jeremy Saramento out, Lewis Dunk out, and Leandro Trossard out. A so a number of their starting team. Yeah, yeah, a number of their starting team are out. Well, Spurs obviously have La Celso out, Regulon out, Romero out, Emerson Royale out, Brian Gill out, Son out, Oliver Skip, and Lucas Moura all out. Uh, um, yeah, which is not great. And some, uh, a couple of other younger players that probably wouldn't, well, actually probably would have played with all these injuries. Yeah. They can't either. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. This one, I could imagine this one could, might even get postponed, depending on what Maybe. happens. Um, because they postponed their chat, uh, yeah, their Europa Conference game. So it'd be and they postponed if... uh, the Burnley game, was it? The um, oh, it was Tottenham to Burnley? Snow, yeah. That was due to snow and stuff, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, but yeah, no. So it's, uh, it's it's not not great for either of these teams, really. Um, which it could make for one of the most boring games of the season yet. Brighton Spurs, uh, um, two pretty boring teams heading, out, heading you know battling it out. So yeah, I don't see. I I don't I don't I actually don't. I'm gonna go Spurs just because the fact that Trossard is out means they're the only person that can put the ball in the back of the net. I know Mopai's done it, but Mopai's a piece of shit. So yeah, yeah. Um... whatever. I think for Arsenal's benefit, I think I'd go for a draw. Because if yeah, Brighton true. win, then and we don't, we're on level points with Brighton. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, obviously, if Tottenham get well, if both get a draw, then neither of them, well, Brighton don't close up on us that much, and Tottenham don't extend that too far. So, um, yeah, I'd like a draw. But whether or not that's going to happen... Probably, Who knows? Probably Tottenham going to win, but yeah, you know, they've, won, they've won three out of their last um, four. So oh no, yeah, fair. I mean, they fucking. I'm just having a look. Like Watford have already lost ten games this season. Jeez, the only teams that lost double digit games. Oh, dear. Not good. Oh. They've lost seven. Oh, I love you guys have minus four goal difference. Yeah, it's because of uh, it's, it's all started. I just the them. Yeah, it's because of what happened uh, at the beginning of the season. Tottenham have got oh minus one, God. and they're, they're fifth. I know, that's fucking crazy. Tottenham always hover around zero, though, on their goal difference every fucking year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's crazy. Just had a message from someone, in the uh, and a follow, actually, from Robin oh, big up yourself. Burb. Burb. Hiya. Hiya. Hello there. Hiya. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we just, I'm going to get your... What do you think, Ollie? You, you, oh, sorry, you're going for a draw, yeah? Well, that's what you want. But what yeah, do you think is going to happen? I think Tottenham are probably going to win, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I want a draw. I'm going yeah, to back a Spurs win because I want nothing good to happen to anything about Brighton ever. Um, so I'm going to back a Spurs yeah, win. Yeah, well, this is both of, both of our rivals. <laughs> yeah, true. True, both of our rivals. So yeah, that was uh, that's that. So yeah, that's the football. Well, that's the Premier League for this week. Uh, we're going to touch quickly before we go. We're going to touch quickly on the Champions League group because obviously they played all their games. Now we know who's through, who's gone into the Europa League. So let's go through that. In Group A, we uh, we have Man City and PSG making it through. Uh, Man City top with RB Leipzig in third, dropping down into the Europa League. Uh, in Group B, we have Liverpool and Atletico Madrid gone through. They always seem to just just get a result, don't they? Atletico yeah. Madrid. They always just get a result and then they're through. Like. They're not. They've what, lost more games than they've won in the Champions League so far this year, and they're through. <laughs> um, I know, innit? And Porto have uh, dropped into the uh, Europa League spot with Milan 
dropping out completely in yeah. the Champions League and Europe, European competition, which is crazy. Um, Liverpool obviously, obviously becoming the uh, what's it called the first team to in however long to have won uh, all six of their group games. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was, who was it? It was also Ajax and Shakhtar Donetsk. I think it was of the two other teams. Yeah. Or Spartak Moscow. Spartak Moscow. One, yeah. Spartak Moscow. So yeah, I can't remember the years, but I know they're the other two teams that have done it. Um, obviously, Ajax done it this year. Ajax, they are with uh, six put with uh, yeah one all six games. Only conceded five goals while scoring twenty. It's a bit outrageous. Um, yeah, so they've won their, uh, their their top of their group C with Sporting Lisbon in second and Dortmund dropping into the uh, Europa League, which is crazy oh, again. Sporting Lisbon, man, fair play yeah, um, on goal difference getting uh, getting through, which is nuts. Um, and then yeah, in Group D, you've got Real Madrid and Inter going through uh, as first and second in their group with Sheriff dropping into the Europa League after you know a fantastic display: two wins, a draw, and three losses. Um, scoring, scoring seven, getting seven points in the Champions League. Yeah. Fair fucking play. Seven points in five games. Fair play to Sheriff. Um, they beat Inter Milan as well, I think. In yeah, that time, so. um, they beat Real Madrid. Um, they let me have a look. The, they lost to Inter both times. I think they beat Madrid. Yeah, two one. They uh, they beat Madrid back in twenty uh, eighth of September. Yeah, so they they were smashing it, man. Um, Robin said, "You guys have such an amazing names. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you, my man. Um, How do you know it's a man? It might be a girl. Thank you. Oh, my man. Like, you know, just in terms of my, <laughs> my, per- my person, I suppose. My I person, say. my people. My, my people's. Uh, yeah, grew it myself. So yeah. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, so uh, Group E: Bayern and Benfica are through with a big one. Barcelona, Barcelona." Hello, now dropping uh, third into the Europa League. Could we see West Ham versus Barcelona in the Europa League? You have it. to, you have to think West Ham would be the favourites in that. I'd love for that to be the final and for West Ham yeah, to that, absolutely batter. Um, that would be sick. Barca. I'd have West Ham as the favourites in that right now. For sure. Did you see um, some of the slightly off topic? But you see some of the comments that Junior Firpo made about um, Coman. No. Uh, basically saying that um, he spoke to Coman about his role at Barca and stuff, and um, he was basically just lied to and told he wasn't he wasn't performing in training and he was messing up um, the kind of like the whole um, integrity and the structure of the team and stuff. And he was feeling like, I've not been here long enough to do any damage to this he, bloody that's team. Coman's so, a rubbish manager, he's a man. Bastard, isn't he? But it's cool to have Xavi back and managing. Yeah. Uh, Barcelona, but yeah, I mean, I, I watched the second half of the Bayern Barca game. Mm. My lord, Bayern Munich are levels. Yeah, they are outrageously good. They are as good as our, as the English teams at the moment. I think they are incredible. I think in the last six games, I think it is, or the last eight games that they've played um, against each other, it's currently twenty-seven to seven um, to Bayern. <laughs> outrageous! Oh, no. That's outrageous. Bayern have just battered them every time. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, they've obviously Bayern have gone through. Yeah, in Group F, Man United have gone through top somehow. Uh, with Villarreal and Atalanta playing at the moment. 2-0 to um, Villarreal. But Villarreal will go through. Um, yeah, it's currently 2-0 to Villarreal. Yeah, Atalanta will drop out into the Europa League. Which is a shame because I really like Atalanta. Uh, you've got young boys, obviously, bottom. Uh, and then Group G, Lille and RB Salzburg making it through. But surprisingly, with Sevilla dropping out into the Europa League and Wolfsburg obviously not doing anything. Uh, 
And then, yeah, Group H, Juventus and Chelsea going through with Zenit dropping into the Europa League. I mean, Zenit did manage to pull off a great draw against Chelsea. Free all a 94th minute uh, equaliser. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's nice it's to see pretty, Juventus yeah, got... doing something um, in uh, at the moment because in um, Syria they're fifth. <laughs> yeah, I know they're not doing got very well, are they? Milan, uh, Inter, Napoli, Atalanta, and then Juve. Jesus, not good. Not good. Not good. But uh, but yeah, we got obviously all of our boys have gone through. That's what we like to see. Um, yeah, so hopefully, I think they've all gone through in the Europa League as well. I'm not 100 percent sure. But uh, that's all good. Like we're, we're gonna, win. I think I do believe that it's gonna be an English team that wins. The uh, I think there'll be an English team that wins the Champions League. I think the Europa League. I do want West Ham to win, but I can see Dortmund or Barca doing it. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to have a look but, at the. We've only there's only one English team in the um, uh, Europa League. Just West Ham. Yeah, the top oh, of the top of their okay. group. Oh, love that for them. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up there because we've got to be off. We got we got stuff going on. We're busy, busy people nowadays. Now the Christmas, busy Christmas period is coming up, and all that goodness. But thanks everyone for watching. We really appreciate you. We'll uh, we'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. 